Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I like things. Sure. You you like things? You like things? I like things and stuff, dude. Cool. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey. Uh, My name is David Bell. I'm Abe Epperson. I'm your Tom today. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. And we just watched... Troll, troll, troll! Just one. It's just one. Just one troll. We are on the ground here in Norway. People running for their lives. Imagine the consequences. What are they doing? I guess you call it for that as well. We got that. But we don't know what's going on. What did man? Statsminister Jette Eriksdatter, who is a wetenskapelig rådgiver. You know that I grave up fossils. Det er noe som kommer ut av fjellet i dag. King Kong, kanskje? Just Troll, the Norwegian film. Yeah, not the... Isn't there another Troll? Yeah, and there's Troll 2, famously. Yeah. But this one's the 2022 Norwegian monster film on Netflix right now. Yeah, this is a... This is the director of The Wave, Mm -hmm. if people have seen that. And Tomb Raider, the 2018 one, which I think is pretty good. Not great, that Tomb Raider. But I really like The Wave. Yeah, The uh, Wave's good. Yeah, you saw, you, you've, seen, you've seen The Wave. I've huh? seen The Wave. And I, I've been wanting to cover this. Um, Tom is out, and so like I think normally we do, what is that, Deadly Night or Santa, Death Santa violent, or whatever. Violent Santa or yeah, Violent and Night, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that's fine, but I, I didn't want to leave the house, and I was more excited about this movie. So I want to talk about that one with let's, my buddy Abe. Let's talk about a uh, big troll kaiju film. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, this director's name is Roar. His first name is Roar. Pretty cool. Roar Uthog. I'm probably butchering that. Uh, if people haven't seen The Wave, The Wave basically is a very... It was made in 2015. And see, I would say in the world of uh, massive destruction, mm-hmm. where like you look at like an Avengers movie and there's now like a casual 9-11s in those movies, yep. right? Yep. And Avengers certainly isn't the start of that. You look at a Roland Emmerich film. He kept escalating right to the Mm -hmm. point that he killed everybody Mm -hmm. almost everybody in like 2012 uh and what the wave did for me personally is sort of brought back the actual scale and therefore like grounded it and made it more dramatic by making it about a single wave that's it just a single wave that hits a small town in norway Mm -hmm. uh and then just like really making a meal out of what that would mean for the people there. Right. And it also, um, uh, it, 
the stakes are high as there are in every natural disaster movie, but uh, that movie in particular is pretty damn good at building kind of the empathy for the characters and the circumstances in like a, I don't know, Dante's peak deep impact kind of way. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of for sure. It's like Dante's peak is a really, I think a very underrated movie. It's not amazing or anything, right? but it's back when our disaster movies were like, we could still do that. Like, yeah. fucking to go even further back the towering inferno where mm-hmm. it's just like it's just a building on fire yeah uh, or even Poseidon. And, so, and so i do think i guess my question for you abe yeah. is can we go back to this world can we go back to the world of dante's peaks and deep impacts is what in the asking. wave i guess in the way uh yeah because um, i want to point out that this movie the movie we are reviewing troll has a good critical response, not a good audience response. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. To answer your question, I am no seer, so I don't think that the there is a, um, a way in which this becomes true. I think technology, in terms of like being able to create this stuff, is getting easier, which increases the chances that movies like that can be made for same for smaller budgets. But given the governance of what movies get greenlit in today's world, I don't think in an American, an American version of this does not exist in 2022. And I don't think it's going to exist for another five years. That's fair. Yeah, it it feels like things have to fall apart before we can rebuild them. I think, Um, yeah, there needs to be a new way. And that that, it's a much larger question about streaming and how how movies make money in general. It's just different podcasts, but ever relevant. So, how did you like this film, Troll? You know, this movie was like a whole lot of fun, and I love the idea behind it. Uh, It did feel like a, uh, like, Safeway brand Roland Emmerich. Yeah. And it um, aspired to be such. And that was surprising to me given the conversation we just had about, because yes. I would put in, I would put Roland Emmerich thoroughly in the category of like the Armageddons and the volcanoes as opposed to the Dante Peaks and yes, uh, I, et cetera. I think for this director and for what the wave was, I don't think this is a step in the right direction. Uh, I also think like you're making a movie about a troll, you know. It's fine. Have some fun. Yeah. But I would say that, like, for example, the human element that was in the wave feels missing it's from totally this. It's totally missing, yeah. Yeah, and it's because y- you're absolutely right that he's trying to do Emmerich. He's also very much, very clearly trying to do Spielberg a little bit, mm. or rather, there are multiple Jurassic Park references yes. in this movie. Yeah. So it's, it's clear <clears throat> that this uh, director loves emmerich loves spielberg the same way a lot of people do and wanted to kind of make his own version of that uh but it does ultimately come off as kind of like going back to like audiences don't like it critics like it i actually kind of understand why audiences don't like it because not be it's i don't think audiences problem is like oh why isn't there like a million trolls the problem is that it's like very it's very generic it's, it feels it's very, like a generic like, version it has, it definitely of something has, that they've seen a lot of, frankly. Yeah. You know, like they've seen 2012, you know, they, and they were like, that was lackluster even for those. And now they're like, this is kind of lackluster for that because the money isn't there. Um, the ensemble cast, 
they there is a very good attempt at making people charming, but because of its like its DNA, it is just constant pressure and movement. So there's no time to stop and like have a moment, really. Yeah, that's I I really think what's missing from this is the human element and had there been a human element that was better, I think I would have liked this a lot more because the scale is fine, but then if everybody's just sort of a fairly two-dimensional character, then it feels generic. Uh because yeah. I think I think the troll stuff is well shot. Uh, oh, yeah. I think there's some fun games, some fun wackiness in this. There's some wackiness uh, that I love. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't hate this movie. I just I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Um, because my expectations were higher for a director like this doing it. And I also want to um, walk back my comment on Roland Emmerich. I don't think that Roland Emmerich necessitates that your like soulless or the ensemble cast or the pacing creates a, a like fosters a lack of attention for empathy. Uh, I'd say Independence Day uh, is a great example of time when it did really work. Like when you think of the Randy Quaid character and how weird he is to even exist in a movie like that, the payoff, the payoff is still very satisfying though. And when you really do think about like, do you like that character? Do you like that? Like arc? Um, he, I think all Emmerich in his, uh, as he's gone, gotten older and, you know, made more movies has gotten away a little bit from that. And, you know, you can disagree with me on that, but I think that's a little more. <clears throat> like he's going through the motions. Yeah. But ultimately that this is the stuff we're talking about is like the Randy Quaid stuff, like the payoff of like, Hey boys, I'm back. And just the fact that he's like a weirdo, um, yeah. that kind of stuff doesn't exist. Any like you don't really have that character in the new independence day. You don't have it in like things like 2012 or moonfall really. Um, yeah. And uh, so when they we're trying to have it in this, yeah, and and for troll they try to kind of have it for that, uh, and that's a step like that's, I think I, it's yeah, I, I think it's him trying to him still doing the stuff that he liked in the wave, but like ultimately the DNA of of troll is like I really want to make a pacing and like a speed that is more akin to a blockbuster than right, and normal. he wants to make he wants to do more fun and mm-hmm. more like. Again, less grounded characters. Right. And like that's the thing is like I kinda wanted like the wave style where you're just like, Yeah, it's a big troll, but like let's focus on like the actual human element right. and how fucking Yeah, and they it, it it's sort of trying to be large scale but also doesn't quite have the budget to be large scale in right. terms of like the military and government involved. Like, we should I'll, I'll go through the plot a little bit. Um so it starts as this little girl rock climbing with her um weird father. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look at these mountains. They're they're like the legend of trolls or whatever. And he has a he has a thing where he's like, believe like it's they say you have to see to believe, but it's actually the reverse. You have to believe to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut to her um, as well. We cut to a tunnel being built. Um, no, no, we do t- cut to her as an adult. She's a paleontologist. Yeah, yeah she's, she's digging for bones three feet from the surface, just yes. shoveling bones. And they're like, you really, we're not finding any bones. You got to be shut down. And she's like, no, wait, I found some bones. Yeah. <laughs> last minute. That's right. And they were right, they were right here. And it was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, we did it. <laughs> you yeah. know? 
And then she gets Alan Grant. Like a helicopter comes in and they're like, they want to talk to her because the other thing we see intercut with this is there's a a tunnel and there's protesters. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know how people do it in Norway. I was like, that's quaint. Protesting like a a hole in a mountain. Uh, Not like a, like they're not doing a pipeline. They're just digging in a mountain. We do tunnels all the time, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like the people. They're like, you're killing the mountain. Right, and I was like, it's and I'm rock. like, well, the the mountain doesn't exist, and until there's trolls, uh, that's fine. <laughs> right, but then, but yeah, they they dig up a troll. They dig up a troll, kind of like Godzilla. That's why I mentioned kaiju movies before. Is it's yes. very the beginning of this movie is very reminiscent of the uh, what is it the 1992 what what no yeah the 93 94 90, or whatever know. fuck it the Emmerich Godzilla yeah. I would argue this is the stuff that I think this director does better. Um, like, for example, the color scheme of this is very much that Godzilla. Um, but I like this better. <clears throat> it's all blue, right? They're, they're, they're drowning us in blue for this movie. Mm-hmm. But then the greens are really rich. And something about that combination works on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. When normally I hate pops. it when a movie is all one color like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, so they find footage of the protesters of the tunnel bursting yeah i think they do a good job with that shit with it's like they know the slow burn idea which is like we're not going to see the troll immediately right uh and we'll see pieces but of it's the pretty troll. clearly like a big man yes and so you're and like you can't really deny it because they have that whole scene where it's the roland emmerich scene for the the call for scientists kind of button where it's like you always have someone who's like, I don't know about these scientists right. in the room. And it's just this big, like, what are we looking at kind of scene? Uh, yeah. And and so that's They exists. have the naysayer, which felt forced. Yeah. It feels throughout. surreal. Because it's like, no, look at the footage. If that's right, undoctored, that is a man in yeah, an explosion. I, I do like the, the uh, this moment, which is, the, uh, it felt like people being like, we don't want to like say that's a big man do we <laughs> like where that, they all see it okay. and none of them wants to like be the person to say it kind of i thing. did write it down like um okay so there's something really uh, uh, weird about this film which is that it it really doesn't want to admit that there's trolls people yeah. in this movie like i'm saying like ad hoc like main characters like captain chris or whatever there's people 50 minutes into this movie and are still like trolls this guy's crazy see i think it gets old yeah yeah it does get old i think it's an okay instinct though because there's a point where the dad basically walks in and goes it's a troll it's a troll guys and i do think they were trying to earn that moment because Mm -hmm. i do think there's something in like all these like very serious government people these military people not wanting to say so that's a troll we're going after a troll Mm -hmm. like there's an instinct there but you're right is that it doesn't quite finesse it the way uh it just is it i want it to they overwrite the there's too many characters that say that trolls are a stupid thing yeah Uh, i i'm not saying that they're not right and i think the more norwegians in general culturally are probably more like like you know, like that fairy tales don't exist, you know, right. like, so there's probably some cultural differences there for, but for me, I'm like, it's fine. You can just kind of fast forward through some of that stuff. Not yeah. everyone needs to say it just like the one important per like the president is the only one who's going to be like, I'm not going to say trolls. Right. 
um, at this point, so she she's brought into like the government the the their situation room. We meet the quirky hacker, which oh, yeah. the moment I met her, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, we got an, an Emmerich character. Yeah. She's like doing like the the Spock Star Trek, uh, live long and prosper hand yeah. thing, and and she's like a nerd, and she's gonna be be behind the computer, um. And it's like, okay, yep, I know, I know who this is. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And I know when uh, you're going to become relevant. <laughs> yeah. Then we get the uh, the old couple. Um, which I like which this scene. This scene felt I do right. too. Yeah, this is the this kind is of stuff. This is how this director, this is where he excels, I think. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff I think we're talking about. So if you watch the scene, it's just it's a you know candid moment with uh, a, like a husband and wife, like and they're just having a Norwegian life, and then yep, uh, a troll walks through their Real house. Norwegian shit. Yeah, no, like a tornado a troll walks into their house. But what they do is the Jurassic Park coffee cup. Yeah, they do T Rex cups. And then they go into the basement, and we never see anything. We just hear the troll and the sounds are very Which good is nice. yeah. and their house that you know everything goes dark for a moment sparks they go out from the basement and their house has been demolished mm-hmm. uh it's good yeah it's very effective it's good. it sets it up and it keeps the air of mystery because no one's really seen a full version of the troll yet it's still we're seeing it from its uh its impact on the environment we're not seeing the actual like you know motherfucker out there which yeah. is nice i mean at this point yeah. we're like 30 like 25 minutes in so yeah and i knew this was going to be a slow burn it wasn't as slow as i thought it was going to be honestly she started talking about the scent of hyper nature That's... which i thought was uh wow. kind of silly but kind of cool really that one just left i was just she was just like it smells like something i've smelled before it smells like hyper nature and i'm like first off I don't know if I've ever walked, like, rarely do I walk around in nature going, like, this smells like something I've smelled before. Maybe that's oh. just me. But I understand that that could yeah. be a thing. But then the other concept to dub it hyper nature. Yes. So that was stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I like the idea of this. Sure. I like, because I, I, I like the idea of what that hyper nature is supposed to be, which is like, just troll like smell. thick forest. Yeah. Troll, troll funk. Yeah, um, and I like, I like the idea of him leaving a scent, and the scent being like kind of weird and creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think hypernature is a very good word for it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a translation issue. Although yeah. this is both in English and Norwegian, true. And I don't know what that would translate. But it could have been to. a you know a, a weird amalgam where they're like this word feels right because it reminds us of yeah. a Norwegian word, which is that can be true. Uh, I, but it just sounds like hypernature to this Americanized you know piece yeah. of shit so what i i guess what i like about the concept of this movie in general is that trolls are like very creepy in mm-hmm. terms of fairy tale creatures and this idea that it is a creature well i was kind of confused to that because it seemed like it was a creature of, of stone and 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 like moss and like oh yeah was not but later we see it has skull a skull and bones that's i have um, so many questions about that that mainly come yeah. out of the climax so if you're doing the whole movie i'll hold it off till then but yeah and he, also when he growls he looks like yeah. a kitty cat it's very cute yes he does a little kitty cat he's growl. a little kitty cat yeah. it's so cute yeah see this is the thing is like i think trolls in general can be really creepy uh-huh. um because it's this idea of something that's really big but also like 
oddly vanishes like it's kind of what they did with godzilla in right. that roland emmerich movie except that didn't make any fucking sense it's like it's uh, camouflage yeah they do a good job with camouflage because it can like disappear on a bright day on a hill that you just saw it on because it is now just a part of the hill uh, yeah and i think that's cool yeah that's cool and, and i think the idea of it having leaving behind like sense and like these other things that you could detect about it but you can't mm-hmm. see it I just like all of that idea, but yeah, I I don't think this was necessarily executed great. Like mm. visually, it was, but like the dialogue, might, might yeah, get, visually, um, the troll looks good. And by the way, just so people, if they're if they were wondering, uh, the troll has like moss pants or hair, yeah. uh, but unfortunately, there's no mountain dick. No dick. Yeah, I I think people were wondering, right? Yeah, there's no dick on this troll. No dick. It's on unfortunate. This troll. It's missed opportunity to me. A hundred percent. So they recruit her dad, who is the Randy Quaid of this. Shotgun-wielding, uh, troll-believing hermit father. Yeah, yeah. He is just full-on. He says he was committed by the government to cover up trolls. Um, again, very Independence Day, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like Randy Quaid claiming he was abducted, you know? Yeah. Uh, and spoilers, it turns out he was right. That the government was suppressing his, his troll, troll knowledge, knowledge yeah. which is very stupid. I mean, I guess we gotta have conspiracy theories, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. But he, he's there for exposition, but not much exposition, I would argue. No. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory once it's like, yeah, I think that's a troll. And then you go, oh, yes, uh, I know loosely about... <laughs> trolls and yeah. in, in folklore you're good dude you, you can walk away from the movie but this is where i think is a misstep is that so far the only character stuff we know is about her and her father mm-hmm. and spoilers her father dies pretty fast pretty fast uh, and i i would argue these are the characters we should be actually focusing on right uh if we're gonna do something about people here but they, they sort of like reconcile quick enough because like the moment trolls exist, she's like, oh, I was wrong about you. And he's, he's like, like, I yeah, love you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You were, uh, and I love you still. And then, yeah, yeah because they they started in such a positive place where he kind of gave her the imagination to be like, uh, be in love with ancient things, but also, you know, like be a scientist. So like you know and since she followed in his footsteps it makes a lot of sense that like they had a good relationship he just went a little hardcore with the conspiracy theories and she was like nah i don't want that shit and so once that's resolved you don't really have a conflict anymore so he can die but it's true that it is like the emotional core of the movie yeah, and I the think we could have focused on that and the idea of like believing in fairy tales mm-hmm. and like like something about all of that. But they mm-hmm. they get too lost in the weeds of like the logistics, yeah, uh, and like the government stuff and the army. That it's almost like this is actually I think the the big weakness of this is that they have to do the thing where she's recruited, even though she's like a paleontologist and like barely seems qualified like Mm -hmm. i'm still not sure why they brought her on except for plot reasons like i think they should have been more to the side of what was happening yeah like not it should be not the a team the b team that would be interesting i i think this is a problem with a lot of disaster films and why i think cloverfield is so good 
is that at no point are we in the situation room making decisions in Cloverfield. Right. Yeah. We're at the whim of what's happening around us. Right. right. That's the consistency of a giant monster that can walk on your house. You know, like you right. are at the whim of everything. So let's embrace it. And the main characters, they're not special. And they're not the special people. They're just pawn. They're just they're just a little little fucking ants on the ground. And here's the and th- so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just th- want to jump in and just say like that's what makes it kind of uninteresting too, is that by going the route of the Situation Room, for a film like this, and its proof proof is in if you just watch this film, uh, th- about four times they have four different like operations that they do. Like, all right, what's the next step? All right, what's the next step? That didn't work. Okay, what are we gonna do now? It's always the same answer. It's always just we're gonna go up to it and attack it, and it becomes yeah. uninteresting. I uh. So I don't want to, I know nothing about how this movie was made, but it's a Netflix movie. I do want to speak on the fact that I was working on a volcano movie for a little bit. Uh And what I learned very quickly is that when you try to avoid all the tropes, someone comes along with notes asking you, why don't you have all the tropes? tropes? Yeah. Yeah. So like that idea, like my first instinct with the volcano movie was like, I don't want the characters to be the people solving the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I just want them to be having to deal with it. And the first note was like, they should stop the volcano. And it's like, (laughs) that's not how volcanoes work. But all right, I'll, you know, like, it's that. It's like, then you have to work his finger into the volcano hole. Yeah. And we're good. We like that it's an everyman and it's an underdog. But also, can they stop the volcano? And it's like, no, you got to pick one. Uh, But like, that's kind of the instinct here, it feels like, is that. It's like, can this paleontologist also stop the troll? And it's like, can't she just observe it? Like, can't she, can't, can't that just be another? Can it be one or the other? Can it not be? She's also the A team. And it's funny how she becomes the A team because everyone else is like not wanting to do their job. Like in the first initial meeting that they all have, she's the one who just is talkative. And that causes the prime minister to be like, I like the cut of her jib. You're yeah. in charge. <laughs> and it's just like, that's not how it works because her uh, expertise is not complete. It's just a part of the whole. So, so obviously there should be a manager. And where was that person and why weren't they speaking during this right. whole meeting? They just don't exist. All right. So I guess it's just a fit oversight by the Norwegian government then. Yeah. Also, she technically doesn't stop the troll, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, so I don't know. The, the movie can't re- quite make this decision. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad dies uh, fairly quickly again. He gets, like, whapped by the troll's tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, they just keep attacking it. They do one thing that I thought was fun, which is they realize that it doesn't like bells from legend yes and so they tie a bunch of bells onto helicopters because uh, and this is my favorite part because they're reminiscent of christian christianity the bells of churches yes they realize that it's not that it's like like christian blood or whatever yeah it's that it's that it's the christian the bells of the churches was what actually bothered trolls um Mm -hmm. but then their plan is to just fly around them and not really do anything yeah, they just, um, they just ring the bells, and then he's like, oh, no, and then... And then he smashes all And the then he goes, like, all right, well, I'm very annoyed, so I'm going to 
just destroy one of these helicopters and it's like oh no we had no other plan other than ringing these bells right yeah oh also sorry before the dad dies he does say they don't stop they didn't stop to think whether they should he does he does a jeff goldblum line he does a goldblum um but yeah so yeah they do that and, and then um and then they go i think the the idea is the trolls heading to oslo right Mm-hmm. So um, very populated area, and at this yeah. point they're firing like fifty caliber. Like they keep upgrading the weapons. Uh, right. And what's crazy to me is that like we just had dynamite breaking rock. Like dynamite breaks rock. That's how. And I know. And I know he, he, they have bones. And there's a lot of inconsistencies that we'll talk about as it like unveils itself. But I'm pretty sure we could flatten an earth monster with planes. Yes, like, that that is way very too true. strong. They they talk about like resorting to some like, don't they re- talk about resorting to some big weapon? But they never say nukes because I assume they're Norway and right. like, what they do don't they want got? to? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Norway. Maybe has. they do. I don't know. But the point is, like they don't the say idea. it in the movie. Yeah, they. I feel like some planes with missiles, like, would take care of this troll. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's made of mud, and Earth is what they're trying to say. Right. If they did something cool, and where a it's little like, bit of stone. Oh, you smash its arm off, and it just grows another arm, right? Or like takes or from the like Earth. That. Yeah. Yeah. It gave it give it a reason why, like, oh, yeah, you can break this, you can blow this fucker yeah. up. It won't help. I mean, it's that would basically be Thomas Hayden Church in Spider Man Three. Yeah, uh, it but, would be. But yeah, but there's some inconsistency here because uh, it also yeah. the sun is a weapon as well, uh, which we find out or it's just hinted at at this point, at like the midpoint right. that it's, it's like, oh, cloudy. yeah, in, in, it hasn't been in the open sun. And that's a part of the mythos is that trolls turn to stone. And that begs a lot of questions. It's like, but I thought it was made of stone. <laughs> but anyway. Right. Right. Oh yeah, we'll we'll go get into the troll anatomy yeah. in yes. a second because we're getting to the part where they go to that fancy man. I think it's like a prime minister or something, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, I got a troll crypt <laughs> in my basement." Yeah, and, and it's I like have this massive mansion. bones. Yeah, and he's just like, "Yeah, I got all these bones down here," and that's when you know, like, oh, so they have bones. And she puts a UV light on one of the bones, and it and it sears the bones or turns into rock. And she's like, look, see, we just have to use UV lights. I got an idea. Right. Um, and so then they're like, do you have a car? And they take a truck. And this is very Godzilla. Yeah. Where So the army is going to like nuke or like do big missiles on the city. Right. They put a, a troll skull. I think a baby skull. It's got to be a baby skull. Yeah. And this is the best part of the movie. It's it got to be the best part of the movie, right? Yes. And they put it on the truck and they're like, no, 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 we got your baby skull. And the troll's like, no. <laughs> no. And this makes us the psychopaths, right? Like we're humans are the psychopaths. Yeah. Well, this becomes, so here becomes like where, where we start another thread, which is why I really think that this movie, whoever, for whatever reason, had a problem in the writing stage where it couldn't land what it wanted to be because they start King Konging this troll. Yeah, they And do. what I mean is they start making him a sympathetic character. They even do a scene where he, a helicopter is flying at a child and he saves the child. And yes. they're like, he saved that kid. So I thought, oh, 
Is this going to end with like the troll yeah. nicely leaving or something? Yeah, they got the new Godzilla. Uh, yeah. And he, that's the other thing is because from jump, the troll obviously can crush anything that shoots at it. But he doesn't seem vengeful with the exception of Christians. Uh, Christians yes. can go fuck right off. And yeah. that's the th- point. Like they made it so sympathetic that at a certain point in this movie around now, I asked myself like, I'm not for separating cultures because of other cultures. That's not what I'm about. But if a monolithic magic mountain man appeared demanding that just like, I will stop doing damage if all Christians just leave Norway and the issue will just be resolved. I kind of feel like Christians would be like, yeah, okay. Uh, If the government gives us some money to move somewhere else, like, and they help like us Sweden. out. I think this we can work this out because like we can figure it out. Yeah, it's it's not the biggest ask. <laughs> but also, it's like we don't we don't necessarily know that's what it wants, do we? Because it's just going to get those bones. <clears throat> it is literally the only time that the uh, the troll has done any damage to anything other than something that's just like shooting at them. Right. Like right. Like there's never a case where he actually is vengeful. No, the the whole thing about it that they set up is that he's kind of just like walking somewhere. Yeah, he's just walking. Yeah, and like, yes, he's leaving, he's destroying some stuff, but he doesn't mean to. And like the part with the helicopters and the bell, you get the impression that he's just like, oh man, I was just passing through. Yeah, I didn't hurt any, I didn't, he actually avoids buildings. It's not even like Godzilla who just like walks through them and is still sympathetic. He actually like uses the streets and stuff. Yeah, and at one point the dad like stops to talk to him, and the troll yeah. listens for a second. Yeah, so I th- it all feels like the ingredients of like they're gonna do some sort of twist on this troll. That's what I thought. Yeah, um, but then they do the sequence where the skull he chases the skull in the <laughs> truck that really pisses him off because honestly yeah. it would. Uh, yeah, they got his baby skull. They got a baby uh, skull, and they're like, "Cha, check it out! Ah. <laughs> We're gonna go take a dump on this." Uh, fuck you! And so he chases them down. It falls off the truck, and he picks it up uh, mm-hmm. and looks at it, and he's all like, yeah, he's like "My dead people." <laughs> yep. And then something spooks him. I think his own no, reflection. He looks at his own reflection in the glass that he just now, like, he doesn't understand glass. Yeah. And he sees himself and he kind of is, like, shocked, but it's just enough. He thinks maybe it's another troll. Like, they yeah. realize he's lonely. He's lonely and he drops the skull because he's scared and it breaks. Yep. And it's so and hard. And he looks at the truck and he's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, why the fuck did you do any of this? Yeah. You hurt my feelings. I'm going to kill you. I do. And so he chases yeah. after him. I do have a question though. If it's the another plot like s- situation that I'm like I want it to be resolved, it doesn't really affect my enjoyment, but it's kind of stupid. Is it they make it clear that it's the last of its kind, right? Yeah. Why? Like did it sleep too long? <laughs> like why that troll? Well, spoilers, it's not the last of its kind. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. It's not the last yeah. of its kind because the uh, end credits sequence has another troll get up. But it's whatever. a terrible end credits sequence. Yeah, it's just because I thought ah, there'd be sequel. something and it's just like, and it's another troll. That's not an like, answer oh. to my question, though, because that's just a motivation for a sequel to possibly exist. I think it's exist. overslept. Yeah, I think the he, idea. Well, they. They all died he, that, and he did. legend of the mountains at the beginning implies that there's at least like eight trolls right. and they all were like traveling and they got incapacitated in some way yeah that's what i think happened right is we don't know exactly what happened but we know that they got knocked the fuck out and they're in those mountains mm-hmm. uh 
And again, like we sort of glossed over the fact that there's a rich guy with a uh, fucking uh, <laughs> troll crypt under yeah, his uh, he's got a house. Crypt. I can't stress how weird that is. Yeah, it's so fucking great. Uh, it's like this palace. Uh, it's probably a landmark mm-hmm. uh, in Norway, I'm guessing. Right. Um, and he's just like, come with me. And there's just a fucking troll crypt. And he's like, yeah, we've been keeping this from everybody. That's ah, why your dad had to yeah. be committed. Yeah, it was a conspiracy <laughs> like, theory and the, the government yeah. did it. Ah, yeah. It's like, what are we even hiding here? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, what are you even hiding? <laughs> what is like, the point Who's going to benefit from this conspiracy? Like, why the distrust? I got massive bones. Oh, crazy. That's like, we have museums that have like dinosaurs. <laughs> are, why are you hiding troll bones? Uh, no because uh, the government can't let it out. It has to be the only one that knows. Why yep. though? Why? <laughs> so they set this up as like a very sympathetic troll. Uh, and then she baits him to this, uh, to this uh, uh, park. Where they shine UV lights. And that's where really the sympathy hits hard because everyone everyone is like, oh no, we're torturing him now. Yeah, he's just like, no. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like shining these lights. It's really sad. It's really sad. Uh, So she decides, so they do a complete 180 because that, you know, like. Ah, uh, yeah, get him, get him with the lights. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, that's so bad. All right, turn off the lights. Turn right, off they're the like, lights. he's just lonely. And yeah. it's like, and and they're just shining shit at him. And he's like, please, stop. Yeah. Well, yeah, so he's sad. just moaning. And, and yeah, so she fucking, uh, so she's like, stop, let's not do this. And I was like, okay, so here becomes the turn. The pu- and yeah. then the sun just comes out. Yeah, okay, so I want I want a little bit more build up though. I want a little bit cuz she like plug un- she does the thing where she unplugs and becomes heroic to kind of save it. And then she has her chance to like try to communicate with the troll to like kind of like pick up where her father left off. Maybe there's like one brokerage for peace or way in which they can understand each other. Is the setup, right? That's the what where we've yes, been they, going. They do this long and yeah so she and she has that moment she gets there right in front of the troll and the troll looks at her and what does she do she just goes like basically scat get get out of here troll yeah, she shoes him she shoes him <laughs> and then the sun and it comes almost out. works it almost works it to almost shoe works. the sad troll yeah uh she's like go on go and he's just like oh <laughs> i'm so lonely though and then the saddest thing of all yeah the <laughs> sun just comes out Everybody forgot that it was the morning, apparently, including the troll. Including this and dumb it just, troll. And he just goes, ah! And just crumbles. It's just that scene in uh, Lord of the Rings. And so here's the real question that I wanted to get to this entire podcast. Is that if a stone creature turns into stone when the sto- sun comes out... Like, what is that? Like, if I, and he also has bones. Like, if I, if I, all right, hypothetical, I jump on this creature and I got a pickaxe and I just start pounding away. Do I find flesh? I don't know. They never, so that's the problem. It's like, okay, it's a troll, right? Right. And so, yeah, trolls turn to stone in the sun. But most times we see a troll that in that genre, they are, um, they they are uh, fucking like a flesh, right? They're like fleshy creatures, right? Uh, and this looks like it's a creature of stone and moth, right. which I really like the look of. 
Right. But then I really, d- and then, so at that that's the journey we and went on. And he's like on, where strong it's like, like oh, stone. Oh, okay, it's made out of stone. Right. And then we see its skull, that it, the, the crypt, and we're like, oh. Oh, it's got So there's bones. bones. Yeah. That's weird. And then it turns to stone, and it's like, wait. And it's, so was it never stone? Yeah, and I guess someone can make the argument, well, it's like, it's now like shale, a different, like a, a breakable yeah. stone. And or you could argue yeah. that. But Maybe it wasn't ever stone. It just looked like stone. It just looks like stone, but it's actually flesh. Uh, yeah. Which I can buy. I totally buy any of these things. It's just like these are not the taking movie away does from that. It, it never goes into it. And it, like uh, my theory on plot holes is, yeah, it's fun to point them out. If they really distract you from uh, like enjoying the movie, there's other things the movie isn't doing that are actually the reason why. Uh, so to me, like it doesn't really make the movie bad. It's just a question that I have that's funny to me. Like yeah, for sure, that's it. It so my overall impression though is that for whatever reason, uh, like I again, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that Netflix was the problem, uh-huh. but I'm not pinning it on netflix because i have no idea right but it really feels like a movie that someone was getting too many notes for yeah it felt like it wanted to be it wanted to be something that's very specific that roland emmerich thing we're referencing and it seemed like it also wanted to be its own thing and it was too many service to too many masters yeah it feels like the original script there was probably a thread where the troll didn't die but then they were like, well, it's like, in, like if you remember Godzilla, the ending of the Roland Emmerich's Godzilla is sadder than it has any business being. Right. Because it's him like next to Godzilla who's slowly dying and you can hear his heartbeat slowing. I mm-hmm. was like, wait, fuck you, movie. Don't make yeah, me sad don't make about me sad. Godzilla dying. Um, But they always do this with the giant, with the kaijus where at the end they're like, but were they really so bad? <laughs> It's like, yes, they were. Don't yeah. make me feel bad. Don't make me feel bad for them. They were murdering indiscriminately. That it's was the whole point. Of, yeah, I think it's because of King Kong. Because King Kong definitely, uh, well, not the original, but they went in that direction more and more mm. of making King Kong sympathetic. And then they thought, like, let's do that for all the kaijus. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know, Can't man. they just be bad? They can just be bad. It's fine. Yeah. but And whatever. that was... Yeah, like when the little kid was down there, it's like, no, have the troll eat the child. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Just fucking go for it. And they yeah. just like, they wanted all of the things and they didn't get any of the things. Exactly. Uh, they wanted all of the things. They wanted, and that's the problem. And I think that we're actually starting to do that with these types of movies, like the Kaiju movie. Um, we're, we're like, I know it, it is in its DNA, like as a genre, because it started with the old King Kong. The whole point was to develop sympathy for this beast, right? That was the movie, but it does feel weird that we like, we did that with Godzilla. Uh, and we did that with like Godzilla's buddy, (laughs) you know, like it's weird that we're doing that. And like, uh, the, there, I have a feeling that like if they make any more Pacific Rims, that they're gonna go that direction too. Like it's just, oh, it's, I'm sure, yeah. It, it just feels like it feels like that's an impetus or a thing, a reason why we want to do that. I don't know why it's it's not okay just to like. Well, if it's a natural disaster movie though, when you really comes down to it, and it's just a creature, yeah, you can build sympathy for it, but doesn't need to be like a hero, like. Right. You can be sad about King Kong. He doesn't have to be a super intelligent being. I don't know. Yeah. 
no, I agree. Uh, it's it's it really it just shows like whenever something steps into the mainstream because that's why I wanted to talk about the wave and and context of this because mm-hmm. the wave is like when someone isn't doesn't have too many masters right because right. if Netflix was in charge of the wave you know they'd be like well can there be more waves you yeah. know right. uh, can you do this can you do that can there be like a bad guy can there be like a crime <laughs> happening can you add this where it's the wave is like no. A wave. That's dramatic enough. A tidal wave. A destructive single force. Yeah, it's a giant fucking wave. What more do you want? Yeah. Uh, And and this. No. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely seems to want to do all the movie. It's all the movie. It's all the blockbuster, right? It's that impetus that really gets us here. Is that. Uh, some producers will argue, oh, it's because we want you to identify the tropes. Like you mentioned your experience with the volcano movie. I think that's, you know, that's part of it. I think that that, but that's in like, to me, uh, like a symptom of essentially just the idea of like, what do we want this movie to feel like? We want it to feel like several movies, the amalgam of movies. Why? Because there's so many good aspects of different movies. That's why they're different movies though that allow that to be fine just allow that to be fine everybody stop trying to make a mega movie that has all the things in it we're doing it with video games too and i think that it's a very similar kind of instance it's the same impetus at least same motivation for like what i would ultimately say is classic capitalism it's just like what can we make the the one best uh, thing can we make yeah. the single most dominant thing that everyone just wants that one toy and so the toy that we make is a toy that is like uh, several toys and it's like uh yeah that sometimes can be good i can see how that can be good but also it doesn't have to kill the things that just want to be a single thing it can be good if it's built in right yeah no mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not i'm not about to go off on the new god of war that i just right. played but that's very much the problem where they're like we wanted to be kind of like The Last of Us and, you know, be a little Dark Soulsy, And also, like, I, I don't know, can we make it open world? And it's like, I don't know, can you make it a fucking God of War? Like, it's that, where <laughs> it, it's trying to be so many things that it ended up being none of those things. <clears throat> right. Um, whereas you look at, like, Marvel. Marvel can get away with it because of what Marvel created, uh, what it took to fucking 50 movies to make. Where it's like, yeah, you you can they can do those tonal shifts and be kind of a little of everything. There's still, I would argue, nothing, not one like for that reason. Uh, but like, you, most things don't get to do that. We we're talking about Roland Emmerich, which is a, again like before Marvel was like the king of that, right? Right. Godzilla, Independence Day, that was once the biggest thing in the world. And you look at those and they do that thing where they're like, and now we're going to go over here. Now we're going to go over here. We're going to have this hacking story, this comedy thing. But we're going to have like them fight an alien like with with like face to face. We're going to bring in Area, Area 51, but also they're going to go into space. Uh, and it's and it's very. Not every movie can do that, especially when your subject is like a troll. <laughs> it's just keep it. It's a small subject. Keep it small. Right. Yeah, that's. That's that was my feeling on it, and that improves this movie, and it definitely is anthemic of something that we're seeing in society. Yeah, uh, and I think that that is something that we should. I don't know. It's tough because when you start getting that, that's what this movie should be, and it's kind of like 
this movie should be something that's like smaller and more humble. Uh, and therefore you can go to the movie and with your purchase power as a, you know, viewer support the, you know, anti- the, the non-machine version of, you know, like uh, the all movie. But at the same instance, now that's being taken over. But maybe maybe yeah. I'm giving a little too much credit to like Netflix is the one of the biggest studios in the world. For sure. So they are always... the all movies, you know? Yeah. This has always existed to an extent, I would right, argue. Yeah. Because when you look at, we would mention Dante's Peak, the obvious, the verses in that was Volcano. Mm-hmm. And you watch Volcano, that's a movie that's trying to be a lot of things. It's trying to solve racism. Right. It's trying to have like this, this like little kid um, subplot with Tommy Lee Jones, tries to have a romance. Uh, I guess so does Dante's Peak. Um it's not it just tri- about it's plots. Like that it's building like, explosion scene. There's yeah. like they're 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 all over the place and they're trying to be more Emmerich. It's where as you look at Dante's Peak and they're like, no, it's just the one volcano and that's enough. Right. Yeah. But it's it's more important to like when you look scene to scene, how many scenes are about other people than your main people. Uh, yeah. Dante's Peak and the big difference between like a Dante's Peak and a volcano when you think about it, it really just is the ensemble cast. We care about more people. Uh, or yeah. we're asked to care about more people. And they're often done in the form of vignettes, which, you know, is not a bad thing. That can that is proof, but what it does is it isolates and simplifies what that character actually is and just says you're an archetype of a certain thing, so you represent this aspect of culture. That I do think we can do a little less like we don't need that, yeah. those things. Anymore. I think what it is. So we already identified the like too many cooks in the kitchen, sure. right? Too many people being like a movie trying to be too many things. And I think what it is is that while that's always existed, it's never existed more than now. Is it what feels it is. that way. I mean, it definitely feels that. I think it's also. People I mean, have always did. wanted to make the big movie. That's everything, right? You know what I mean? Like that's always been an, a a thing. It's just now it's like this is a like a mid budget Netflix movie and it feels like it has that instinct as well. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's like a shame because it's like you could have made a really kind of small uh a lot more like uh uh small scale like niche movie out of this. Yep. <clears throat> the blockbuster, man. Yeah. It's the blockbuster is the death of the blockbuster, I swear to god. It kind of is right now because yeah, blockbusters used to also not try to be everything. I mean, they uh, kind of did, but some like of them early did, days. but like some of them didn't, you know. But like once we started getting to like the Jurassic Parks and like the mid '90s, like it was pretty thoroughly that. Yeah. I mean, like because we mentioned the original, the Roland Emmerich uh, Godzilla, which I. I think I said it was like 94. It was 98. By that point, we were trying to do that with those movies. Yeah, I guess it's that tonally they've always tried to be everything, right? Right. Like even Jaws, where it's like, yeah, it's got to have some laughs and some scares Uh and et cetera. Uh, And and they they always try to cover like every genre in this weird way. um, But like, it just feels more and more now that it's like, it has to have these specific plot points that are yes, being crammed it's into tropes. It. It's number of tropes in the yeah. story itself. This story, right. yeah, it's, that's different. It's like we've forgotten what makes a blockbuster good. It's not how many tropes we can cram into it. Right. I agree. I, don't know. I agree. I mean, we, of course, I agree with you. We're like, I know. We're, we're, so we're like fringe agreement. writers who are like, you know, like 
I don't know. We're just, we suck. You shouldn't listen to us. God, we suck so much. We're so. No, but here's the thing is, I still enjoyed this all right. And like, I really like this director still. Mm -hmm. But I I was, again, at the top of this, disappointed because it feels like he's been touched by that mediocrity that comes from making a blockbuster today. Yes. I would say that that is uh, the note. Um, Yeah. It's the thing that happens. It's, oh, this filmmaker is really good. Uh, now a studio is going to swoop them up and make them make bad movies. Yeah. And it's, uh, and because it really does make the story, like, for example, we mentioned, like, how, like, a lot of people refuse to think that, oh, just say the word troll. It's a fucking troll. We all know it's a troll at this point in the screenplay. We're, like, an hour into the uh, hour and 40 minute movie. You can say troll. And people right. still refuse to do it. Um, I think that there, there's a reason to art. They are artificially creating a conflict so that it can pay off a little bit later. And that's an impetus that is that what, what we're talking about, about this like blockbuster kind of like, um, you know, the all movie, because that isn't how a person would act. You'd see a threat. They're like the threat coming over the ridge. Oh, you mean the enormous earth Santa? Like you, you you fucking just call it what it is because a real person would call that out. They don't call it out and they change the scene to make it so that no one calls it out in order to pay off for a bigger scene later. That doesn't feel earned. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like reality. And that is, uh, Reality, and I'm and I'm not saying saying like a movie shouldn't feel like reality. That's about fucking trolls. I'm saying like, no, it's the people's reaction to the troll that isn't real, and that shouldn't be true. That shouldn't be artificially concocted by uh you know like a writer or a producer saying I I want to push it till a later scene. Why? Because it's a better payoff. That right. is bullshit. Don't do that. Don't do that with your movie. People should be angry when people do that in movies. Yes. That's my they opinion. Be. Yeah, but I think people generally didn't like this movie, and I don't think they're going to know exactly why. Right. I, I think critics like this movie more just because it is smaller scale and therefore like a little more attractive. Yeah, uh, it feels like, quaint. oh, it's a fresh take on an old tale or, you yeah. know, like it's that kind of stuff where it's like it sounds right. And the premise yeah, is has, pretty like, good. Kind of an indie appeal. Yeah, uh, exactly. Superficial way. Yeah, uh, which again, man, I dude, didn't hate jaded. watching it. <laughs> You're so fucking jaded, man. <laughs> uh, what? Who? No, us? us? Yeah, just really. Yeah, like, yeah no, even the critics have it wrong. <laughs> well, no, it's it's I. Uh, what I'm saying in this case is like audiences knew they watched it and they said this isn't good enough. Yeah, and uh, my instinct when I first saw the audiences hated, it, I was like, oh, it's because they're used to all these big scale. Emmerich type or Marvel, they're they're too they're too like poison. The, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. the idea that we've eaten so much sugar in our society that then you our eat diet fruit and you're is, like, this yeah. isn't sweet. Um, I'd say, and that's then not I watched it. the movie and I was like, oh no, the movie isn't that good. Yeah, no, the movie. Can, and, and, I think the audience is right on about this. Yeah. yeah, and I think that it's not good because it's trying to go for too much. And I think if it focused on the people. Uh, it would have been better. That's all that said. Again, I really like the visuals. Yeah. I really like the director, um, and I did have fun watching it for sure. Um, yeah. It's just sort of like I know that this director has done a better version of a disaster, big budget of an Emmerich type concept. So right. it was just like kind of a letdown in that sense. A hundred percent. 
It yeah. was a little bit of a letdown, but it was kind of fun, and he looks like a kitty cat. Yeah, yeah. If people yeah. were like, should I see this movie? I'd say, yeah, if you like fun monster movies, it's a fun, stupid monster movie, but I would also tell them to ba- make sure to see The Wave. Uh, yeah. 2015, and, The Wave. And, and think about how cool it is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Poppin' Tomb Raider, the 2018. I still, I think that was uh, pretty good. It was okay. Did you see that? I did see that. I I also I thought that that, by it, but that that had pacing issues for me, and it, like pacing issues in a pretty devastating way because it was, it was too fast that I couldn't like feel like I could get attached to any one particular plot. Or it was Alicia, another studio uh, what's note her name? thing where it felt like they were trying to cram in parts from the exactly. video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like a cram fest. Uh, but I do. What's her name? Uh, Alicia Vikander. She's the ex machina. Ex machinas. Yeah, she did a great job. Uh, and aesthetically, it looked great. Yeah, these are all uh, things that are true. Yeah, this is all. All right. Well, I I got nothing more to say. No, I am. I'm, I'm all trolled out, man. I I, I, I said out. everything I I'm need glad to say. We watched this. I said more than I think we needed to say on a fucking podcast about trolls. I think yeah. we need to take a big look inward. Dave. Yeah, I mean we're yeah we're, we're a couple get, of like we're, we're like these like big stinky monsters we're made beca- of stone. <laughs> we're becoming a little bit of a curmudgeon, and we got to yeah. watch that. We got to stay. We got to. F- Find a reason why the movies are back, you know? We gotta... If we can't because love I, well, Avatar, a troll, dude. an independent movie, a troll about trolls... Yeah, Avatar's coming back. I guess you're Like right. I said, I think I think we were harder on this film than we... I don't. I think we are... We were too hard on this film, only in that, again, like, I saw this filmmaker do something really... I really, really That's liked right. a few years ago. Uh, ten years ago, almost. Uh-huh. Jesus, fuck. And... Uh, so I was just, I had very high expectations for this one. Mm-hmm. And it isn't fair. It isn't fair to roar. You're harshest on the ones you love. Exactly. Yeah. That's, That's all. That's it. I can, I can but leave yeah. with that in my head. I don't regret seeing this. I didn't want to go to the theater to see the Santa one, which I'm sure is fine too. I'm sure that movie is fine too. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to go outside. Because <laughs> you're in a bathrobe. Because <laughs> you're a goblin. You're just a yeah. goblin, man. Couple little goblins. All right. All right, Abe. Man. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. You want to you want to plug some stuff? Yeah, yeah. You come on over to patreon.com slash smallbeans or just search for smallbeans in your, you know, whatever, wherever you find podcasts. We've got a bunch of different podcasts over there. Uh, we talk about movies. We talk about video games. We talk about a bunch of shit. Um, and it's mostly me and my friend Michael Swain and my friend Adam Ganser, my friend Maggie Mayfish. And, uh, you know, like, you should just come on by and hang out because it's pretty fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You should. Well, thank you. I, I'll tell about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y Unemployed. For $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. We watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, there's like custom podcasts you can do on there. You can also go to pay, uh, gamefullyunemployed.com, get access to our, 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 our tea public store, Teespring, Teespring doesn't matter one of those you know the you know the kind uh maybe you can get some holiday gifts i don't know it might be too late uh that's on you uh and enjoy your holidays and rate and review us wherever you get podcasts and uh be good to one another yeah love each other and yeah love yourself too
love yourself. Make love to each other and yourself. <laughs> Make right now. Masturbate. Masturbate right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, gross.